I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screen writing It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening You're pinning words All like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, everybody? 2017. 2017. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. What's up, Lisa Lisa? Hey. Coat Jam. It's that time you of year. You looking hella rested. I, well, you know she what? over there I chilling just, in that whoo. big ass house over there. <laughs> Sunbathing. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Look, and then they got the whole, look, and they got like tons of wine. They got friends that own like wineries Tell and places. Tell the people what you're doing. Tell the people So, you, you know, doing. every year, every summer, I always house sit for my bosses and I dog sit and house sit. And that's where I get a lot of my summer writing done. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice quiet area. With a nice salt water pool. Oh, salt water. Salt pool. water. It's the good water. It's the good water. <laughs> Not that chlorine. We, we, we gotta go. We Nonsense. Gotta go. It's the good water. So no, it's in a nice area where it's nice and peaceful. It's the ideal spot uh, for for me to write. I get a lot of my writing done in the summer there. You be out there just butt naked. Oh look, look, <laughs> listen. I get mad when I have to like put clothes on, like. You know, because they have the housekeepers that come through once oh, yeah, a week. Yeah. They got the garden that comes in once a week, and they got the pool guy that comes in. So I have the scheduled times that come through, and it's mm-hmm. like on the. I have to put the alarm. Like, all right, they do to come in. Put some pants on, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Shit. Hide the bottles of wine because they have like the nice wineries. So I have the nice choices of wines. All mm-hmm. my food stuff. Like it's the perfect. Like if I was a rich bitch, like this is the ideal. <laughs> I live the dream yeah, in the summer because it's like literally it's just me by myself. Mm-hmm. But I've been my bosses have been telling me, why don't you have some writer parties? Have your friends come down. And I, you know, You've I've been, been talking about it for like I, five, for, ten years. Yes, now, look. but this is what happens though. I get there, I get the house to myself, and I'm like, fuck y'all, y'all look. ain't coming. <laughs> Y'all ain't coming. Totally, you ain't coming. I can totally relate. <laughs> look, totally totally relate. Like, this will be fun. Let me have the grill. Child, I'll be out the grill. Chill, look, look, I'll be grilling my own stuff. I'll be having my seafood. <laughs> I don't even use the glasses. I just drink the wine right out the bottle. I'm like, you know what? It'd be nice to have my writer friends. We could be like having a writer session. Mm-hmm. And then I get comfortable and I'm like, well, shit, I got to put pants on. <laughs> <laughs> See what we're dealing with Shanae? <laughs> but this year, I think, in the next couple of weeks, I may have a, a little shindig. But no, this is where I get a lot of my writing done. Right now, I'm in the middle of writing two books at the same time, okay. a couple of short stories, and then I have another screenplay I'm working on right now. So it's, I'm being really productive. Do y'all hear that, folks? You hear all them, all them hyphens she had in there that she got to do? Yeah, there's no such there thing as... a bunch of commas. There's that, no such thing that, as writer's block. When people exactly. say there's writer's blocks, no like, no, that, you just making that up. You're just yeah. trying, to have a, you're trying to legitimize your laziness. Yeah, you, that's what we call... That's what Martin used to say... Sitting in the concession stand talking to the fat man. Show. But this is also the time that I escape from San Diego because you know what's coming up next week. Oh, Comic Con. You ready to get it in? Oh, you hate it. I, you know what? I, you love Comic Con. I, I love, love Comic Con, right? but it's gotten too Hollywoodish and it's gotten a little too big for my taste mm-hmm. because every year, you know, I complain about this every year. Yeah. My fucking brunch spots are taken. <laughs> 
<laughs> I try to go to my coffee shop and get some writing done. I can't find no parking. Mm-hmm. Then you got these tourists up in here taking up space, and they don't leave. Mm-hmm. You know, and my coffee shop's 24 hours, free Wi-Fi. So I'll be coming okay. at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. It's like insomnia. Yes. Crazy. And my coffee shop sure. is in Hillcrest. Mm-hmm. So it's like all the people, all the queer people coming out to mm-hmm. Comic-Con, they take over my queer spaces. <laughs> You know, I have a friend that work at Riches. Shout out to Ned. And Ned, oh, for those of you who are going, check out the Villains versus Heroes party. Uh, Ned Cato, my homie, he always has it at Riches every year. I think it's the Saturday. So if you go on and just look up Riches, they usually have like the big cosplay party. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually try to go to that because, you know, the best parties are in queer spaces because they play the good music. <laughs> I get the best dances. I see all the sledge. The best clothes. The best, clothes, <laughs> the best attitude. It's the most fun. Um, but the problem is, it's just so many people. Um, but I don't know. I may have to go because Black Girl Nerds is having to meet up with Nerds of Color and they're having this thing down there. And I'm like, I should go run and through. This mm-hmm. is a this through. is a San Diego native speaking to us. For exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, when I leave town, like every year, so I can get the fuck out. I can't I can't do it anymore. But, you know, if I know there are people who are coming through. You know, and rumor so you're gonna you're gonna just you're gonna stop through. I right? might just run through and okay. just hang out and just mm-hmm. say hi to folks, but then I'll just probably just quickly leave because you right. know I like people. I the best day to go is Saturday because I'm in all the best costumes and all the sure. best cosplay come out because they have like the big masquerade and the big mm-hmm. ball and the big costume <clears throat> uh, contest. So if, I, I always recommend people if you're going to go to Comic Con, the best day is Saturday because okay. that's when people really show out. And basically, you can sit outside on you some steps. Outside. You can sit outside. That's what I do. There's a there's a bar and grill. I can't remember the name of it, but it's right there, right before you cross the um, the tracks. When you get down to, I want to say it's on Fifth Avenue. And basically, there's some steps, so you can get your little wine. You can sit down, and you can watch the business. So that's what I'll do. I bring my little. Sometimes, if I don't feel like paying for their wine, I'll bring my little flask and my little liquor in it. We bring our snacks. You would. We sit. No, I do. Like, and we like, sit Tracy, and we people watch. She walking around with a flask. Hey, totally. I am not. I'm not a sh- <laughs> totally. liquor, liquor be costing <laughs> money. Oh, no doubt. Liquor, it should be expensive. And you know they raise the prices up. The hotels, yeah. the foodstuffs, everything is raised. Especially like, that week. Yes. Yeah. So there's nothing it's wrong. It's like the Super Bowl. There's shit, nothing right? wrong with a grown person bringing her own liquor in her purse <laughs> and her snacks and sitting there. So I might do that mm-hmm. for Old the day school. and then get the hell on out. That's what's up. So you hear his voice. My man over there, Tracy Grant, writer, producer himself. What it do, what it do. What's going on? It's been a minute. At the ready. Yes. yes. Still float steady with a head oh, full of heavy it. rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. Bust them rhymes now. I finally got up here with the Queen Bee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm in a, a big time been, now. No, because a couple times I've been gone, you filled in for us. Like, I, you, so thank you. Well, I'm happy to see my sister. You know yes. that. And I'm honored to be here with the with the A team. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. Repping once again. Yes, <laughs> Mr. Tracy over there about to get married. <gasps> Congratulations! Yes. Shout Wait, out. When is, when, when is the the marriage date? Uh August eighteenth, twenty eighteen. Eight eighteen eighteen. Oh, Black August. 18, okay, it's you Black. You getting married in Black August? You have saved the dates coming, All right. and you know. So we got look, shout out to Stacy the boss. Let me out of the house. Tonight. Are you guys? Are you, <laughs> <laughs> okay, he got just the, kidding. He got the click, click on. Can you Jack. can you say where are, where are you? Get, are you getting married up in here in L.A. or are you LA, guys? Okay, right in Sherman Oaks. So in Sherman Oaks, yeah, one of my favorite spots over there. There's a yeah. cafe over there. Hey, like. I'll give you the deets. Yeah, yeah well, I hope Sherman I, I'm Oaks. Ho- I'm, no, whoa, whoa. Ho- I'm hoping out there. Yeah, exactly. Like it's gonna be showing okay. up, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm here for the. Who? So, so there's more to look forward to. So we got Black Panther, yeah. Universal yes. Fan Con, we got A Wrinkle in Time, and we got Tracy's Wedding. 
Yeah, no, and I will be on my best behavior. We, we turn it up. <laughs> well, but you, both of you, have to come to the house for dinner. Yes. like long before we do that. Okay, let's we do it. Just, That'd be we lovely. do very simple things. Mm-hmm. You know, entertain it at home. So it's a blessing to be with with my peeps, y'all. You know, yes, sir. It's, yes, sir. Uh, we love the podcast. Shout out to everybody who keeps listening, supporting. Mm-hmm. I know it's like all our they, writers. They listen to our all over the world. You know, it's crazy. We Global. just we just hanging out. We just yeah. hanging out with our peeps. Yeah. So a lot of stuff happened this yes. week. So. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So if you guys are grown, okay, sorry. Let's go ahead. And get All right, let's get your thing. So I, go, what you got I figured because Tracy's got some good stuff. I got some good stuff. I figured for this episode, we need to discuss some things that are popping off okay. in film, TV, entertainment. Okay. So there's a couple things I scribbled down as I was sitting here because I got here early. I got here like nine thirty, <laughs> and you know, sat here mm-hmm. and had my little soda. I'm like, you know, looking through my timeline and a couple of things. <clears throat> That happened this week and today also. Uh, first things first, shout out to Ava DuVernay for yes. uh, that teaser trailer for A Wrinkle in Time. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ava. So if you have not read The Wrinkle in Time, Madeline Engel's books, the whole, there's five books in the series, you need to go read those books. Mm-hmm. Because one, I read them when I was like fifth grade, fifth and sixth grade. I was in love with the main character. There was Meg. So were they from the 60s or from the 70s? They're, they're, I think the original, I, I want to say 69 okay. was the first one that came out. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> yeah, it was the one of the first books where number one, the lead protagonist is like, it's most for the most part, it's a girl. But there's like science and there's this whole idea of Matt. She made, Madeline, the writer, she made science and fantasy and mathematics and all that cool stuff, she made it fun. Like, when I was a kid, I hated math. Like, oh, my God, being in elementary school, anytime it came to math time, I hated it. But reading these books, it just made it sound so cool, and it was so amazing, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, some of my favorite characters. And the fact that you got a black woman Mm -hmm. who's writing and directing this, and she changed up the characters and made them multiracial. Because, you know, the original characters, they were just white, which is cool. Fine with me. Great writing, whatever. But Ava came in and says, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to race bend this and do some changes. So not only does she have the best Chris in the movie, Chris Pine, I don't care what none of y'all say, out of the four Chris's, Chris Pine is my man. That's my Chris. The eyebrows, the eyes. I don't care what none of you guys say. Oh, I like Chris. He's actually at the top of our list for, for, um, for a sheriff. In, uh, in oh, nice. Yes, because yeah. he's sexy. Mm-hmm. And he's got that sexy daddy... And those of you who call him a dapper well- werewolf with his beard, <laughs> shut up. But anyway, you've got, the, you've got you know, Goo Goo's uh, in it, mm-hmm. who is amazing. And you've got this really wonderful new actress, Storm Reed. First of all, she got the baddest I name. name. Yeah, and then she's got like the curly hair, because you know I'm all into the curly, the, the curly hair mafia, mm-hmm. with her little nerd glasses, and they're biracial. Like the dad's white, the mom's black, the kids are like mixed. So they're black kids. Basically, they're black kids. And you've got sci-fi... And you've got three women who represent as Mrs. What's It, Mrs. Who, and Mrs. Which. And oh, this is that. why it's so important, because <laughs> yeah. these characters are like the, they're kind of like the guardians, uh, helping these children figure right. out where their father has gone, who's disappeared. Right. Yeah. But you've got Oprah, and you've got, uh, oh, what is her name? Mate, uh, Kalig. Mindy. Is it Mindy? Oh, Mindy Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Mindy and you've got Reese Witherspoon. Oh. So you've got a black woman, a Southeast Asian woman, and a white woman mm-hmm. who are playing these really pivotal roles. So the movie, it's like, basically, the movie looks like L.A. Oh, okay. 
And when I say that, I mean the ethnicity. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at these characters, these are people you can find. That's real walking, That's real. It's yeah. like, it's me yeah. going down to, you know, my little record store, Meba, mm-hmm. walking in, and that's what it looks like to me, mm-hmm. you know? It's very, and it's normal. Like, to me, that's normal. <laughs> now, there were some haters who were freaking out, like, you've changed my beloved story by being politically correct and changing this stuff. <laughs> They're always going to You know what? I will drink your man tears. They don't realize it's all fake anyway. Especially on social media, you get these anonymous trash talkers. So you guys saw the trailer, right? I did not see it. You did not see the teaser trailer? It's gorgeous. Okay, I want to. You know, as long as the rest of it holds up, because you know, sometimes you get the teaser trailers and then you go see the movie and it's like yes. they show the best part and you're like, oh, but I'm I'm just really hoping that they don't give away the whole story. And no, all I you know, and that's what a teaser. A teaser just literally it, it teases you. Yeah. I'm sure they're gonna have some longer trailers, but I'm just really excited because it's like sci-fi and black women mm-hmm. being the center of it. So I'm excited about that. And of course, the announcement today that just happened a couple hours ago, the new Doctor Who. Oh. And mm-hmm. I'll have to say this because there are two things. And here's for the fans out there. If you are a fan of something, you can still love it and critique it. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. You can still talk shit about it. Yeah. I love The Walking Dead. And I've been it's like, you know what it is? It's like family. You know what it is? It's like family. Like your family, you can fight with them and talk mm-hmm. shit about them. They get on your damn nerves. But let somebody else outside the family come mm-hmm. through and say some shit. And That's you're right. like, you mm-hmm. ready to knuckle or buck. That's All right? right. <laughs> knuckle up. Vaseline. Pull my hair back. Hold my purse. Which reminds me. I was just listening to the read. Yeah, and they were going in on um, John McEnroe, who said the bullshit about oh. Serena. <laughs> did you hear who about listens, that, Trace? Who listens to John McEnroe yes, anymore? <sighs> who listens to him anymore? But anywho, the new Doctor Who is a woman, a white woman. She's an actress. Oh God, what's her name? Jody. I, I just remember her from Broadchurch, uh, and also if you saw Attack the Block, Church. if yes. you saw Attack the Block, mm-hmm. she was the white woman who called the police on the black people. <laughs> 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 if we're gonna be real, we're gonna yeah. be real, okay? Yeah. But um, she's also in one of my favorite British series. Have you ever seen Broadchurch? It's on Netflix. No, you can watch the two first two seasons. seasons right? Then there's a third season that's coming. Oh, okay, cool. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. But since it's the BBC, I gotta wait like another year before it comes on Netflix, unless someone can give me a bootleg, <laughs> which is a phenomenal show. Anyway, so they have the new Doctor Who. So this is where we get to the idea of your intersectional feminism and the idea that you can hold two thoughts and still really like and be excited for something. Now, don't get it misread <laughs> with thoughts. Yes. So we're, only t- we're talking about the recent, the recent TV series, the Moffitt's series, mm-hmm. which has been, they've always been men, white mm-hmm. men, pretty much. And Well, not pretty much. It has all been white men. So they finally have a woman, Doctor Who. Okay. So white women are excited. Uh-oh. Women in general, we're excited too. But that's, and they're talking about this is a radical step. And that's when I have to come back in mm-hmm. and pull somebody's coattails and says, <laughs> it's only radical. Um, it's not. It would be radical if it was a woman of color. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be radical if it was, oh, I don't know, a woman of color who's not your typical woman of color. Would it be a queer character, a Muslim character, mm-hmm. uh, a man of color who has a different accent, mm-hmm. you know, who, you know, something like that. Something di- yeah. So <laughs> for it to be really radical, it would have to be a woman of color. So there were some people who were upset. One, men are upset. It's like, oh, you're changing the tradition. Oh, you're just trying to be politically correct. And you know what I know? I feel about the word politically correct. If you say politically correct, you're an asshole. <laughs> That's Lisa's rule. If you ever use that term, that basically tells me you're an asshole. Mm-hmm. So, so there's men who are upset about that. But then we have to look at it in terms of why some women of color are just kind of like, eh, you know, it's not, that's not progress, mm-hmm. you know? And so there were women who were, you know, tweeting stuff out and showing pictures about Wonder Woman. They're showing pictures about um, the Mad Max movie and all these women who are, you know, uh, Star Wars, but they've all been white women. 
So there's like these two dialogues that are going on simultaneously in terms of what true progress is. So on the one hand, it's exciting that you do have a woman. Yay. But one of the things that people have to realize, having a white woman come in, it's not progress and it's not radical. That's how it's always been. Usually it's the white dude and then the white woman. So although white women have a lot of issues in terms of representation, just on that level compared to white men, Mm -hmm. they get a lot more than women of color. And white women have always gone through first. Yeah, the and word they, radical, that's probably a bit of a stretch. Yeah, radical yeah. is a stretch. It's so a using, positive it's step. It's a positive Absolutely. step. Sure. Yeah, we're um, not, we're not negating bit, that. It's, yeah. a little, it's a little progress in terms mm-hmm. of, hey, finally, hey, it's a woman, eh, all these years. But, you know, so there's some people who um, are kind of upset with women of color, especially black, because, you know, black women, we're the most vocal. And black women run Twitter. Let's just be honest. <laughs> we run all social media. We make things happen. And it's like we're having these conversations like, yay, but mm-hmm. let's not get... This ain't, this ain't what you think it is, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's exciting. So I just want to put that out there that it's exciting to have a woman, but it's not radical and it's not really progressive. It. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And, um, you know, you know what is progressive? What's that? And I haven't seen the movie yet. Spider-Man having two black girls in it. Oh, that is At the same time. Because you know we can't have people of color. We can only have one person of color. Yes. In a TV show. Yeah. We only have one token. Well, it's, it's moving a little bit. Um... 13 Reasons Why mm-hmm. had two of the teenagers in the world of mm-hmm. the... It's about this girl who kills herself, if people don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Making a lot of But there, there are two, <laughs> uh, two black female characters, like there are two black girls mm-hmm. in this high school world. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got past the one required, you know, so... <laughs> Let me ask you this. Tokens. Now, let's even get more specific. Yeah. In, thir- in, the, in this thing, are they already friends? Not necessarily. Because a lot of times they'll have characters, and if there's more than two, it's usually because they're family or they're friends. But I'm just talking about just, we don't know each other, because they all assume black people all know each other. (laughs) We don't. It's pretty pretty balanced. Um, Derek Luke also plays a counselor who has a pivotal role. Mm. That's interesting for me. You know, my fiance is a therapist, and so I heard a lot about how the show really wasn't as responsible as it could have been in terms of handling suicide. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. I would tell her, you know, they always have a consultant. Like, if you have a legal drama, they'll bring in a lawyer and tell mm-hmm. you what's what. And it's like, oh, no, this is a problem. Like, it's glamorizing, whether intended or not, mm-hmm. it's glamorizing suicide. And it's mm-hmm. very graphic in mm-hmm. literally showing you how right. it's done toward right. the end. So there's this big outcry. And I think there are three incidents... Of teenagers yeah. who did the deed, who committed suicide, and made these tapes just yep. like the show. So it's wow. it's awful for. Um, I don't know what they were thinking in terms of because there's a sort of advisory message before right. the show, but you you got to do a little bit more. Yeah, that's not enough than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so especially um, something like that. It's kind of like when we were talking about um, Okja a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. where people go on like, oh, it's going to be a Disney animal cutesy, and it's like, y'all need to put some kind of trigger warnings <laughs> exactly. and let people know that this ain't the movie yeah, you thought she looks all been. happy right. in the like, picture Oh, it's like, we're gonna, yeah, because you're thinking, yeah. oh, this is where they're going to sell all the little plush little toys mm-hmm. and the action. That's not that movie. <laughs> well, I think to... To Lisa's point about women, I'd, I'd bring it back to Ava DuVernay for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, she's at the top of her game, just first of all, as a director, and just the visual things that she's doing, and Queen Sugar, A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah, you kind of can't get any higher than that she's right starting now. A, yeah. She's going to do a Trayvon uh, piece. So whether you like the work or not, you can't 
not give her credit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you're a hater if you're, you're unwilling to sort of give mm-hmm. give the due credit. But what's hot about it, I think, also, and to some degree, with Patty Jenkins, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins had a very long path before now, mm-hmm. but there are little mm-hmm. girls and and. Younger directors, people who are seeing what all these folks are doing, right. and that's the inspiration. I don't know if all of us have that same level of inspiration. I'm not a girl, so I can imagine mm-hmm. being able to see these women kind of making these strong moves creatively and the mm-hmm. impact that they're at. Like that but, can't be a bad but isn't, thing. There's there's a key element that's in there that you mentioned, or one of you mentioned earlier, Oprah. You gotta have an ally. Yes. Somebody who takes you under your wings who, and, and, and believes you. in you. Yes. You know, and supports you. Yes. We all know I, Ava is talented as fuck. We all right. love her, but she would not be where she is without a support. No question. Like an ally, like an Oprah. No question. You know what I mean? And there's no guarantee that that just sort of miraculously happens. Mm-mm. I take comfort in the fact that, you know, Ava had to get to be good enough where yes. they could have the conversation. Right, right. Patty Jenkins had to be good. <laughs> um, and I learned a lot about her since Wonder Woman. Like, Monster mm-hmm. could Look, easily have been a B should, movie because she, no one else yeah. was getting behind it. And mm-hmm. she should have been had a, a bigger <laughs> career because the fact that that movie fucking got an Oscar. Yep. Right for the, the, the main actress. Well, so anybody nobody, else? Shirley Theron. Nobody. Yeah, Shirley Theron got that Oscar for that. Shirley's got an Oscar. Yeah, nobody wanted to do the movie. Um, you know, this prostitute that was killing people, and you know, she was a real victim, had all these issues, and so certainly a champion and ally is important, mm-hmm. and it's a relationship business, and we can't neglect that, but. You still got to be good. You still got to hone right. the craft. Right. You, Lisa was just talking about the books that she's working on mm-hmm. at her boss's mm-hmm. house, and it's like uh, a writer who we respect tremendously is still working hard as ever to to make sure there's a standard of excellence mm-hmm. that yeah. you have to meet. Mm-hmm. You can't put stuff out you, you there, and it it's got to be tight. And I have a lot of my friends who are always getting on me. You should hurry up and put stuff. It's like, no, that's not my. That's not how I roll. <laughs> you don't hurry up and put something out. Like mm-hmm. it's one shot or you're dead. Mm-hmm. You know. And first impressions make a, a, a big deal. And I've been really blessed to have a lot of friends and people who've already walked that path. So all I'm doing is just tightening up the reins, getting everything together. That way, when I do present and come out, I will slay. Yeah, but there there is something to a deadline. You were telling us on off air, I believe about one of your friends has a new book that they just got signed to do and they got like a month or two to do yeah. it. You know what I mean? And there, there is something to teaching yourself to work like that. Right. You know, so you, I think all writers have to, we're all writing something on spec. Right. Meaning we're not being paid for it. Right. So your job is to pretend like you are being paid for it. And be give ready. yourself a yeah. fucking duck. If you don't, you will keep letting time go by and you'll be like, oh no, I'll finish it by the right. No, you won't. Right. You have to subconsciously, you know, Trick yourself to believing I have to turn this thing in by Friday or whatever your day. And is. I gave myself rewards because yeah, I finished. Yeah, this, I finished this one uh, piece because there's a couple of um, anthologies that people have reached out want me to submit to anthologies that are coming out next year. So I have like three of them. So it's like I have three short stories I got to write. Okay. So one of them I finished, and how I reward them, I had a deadline. I said I hmm. got to have it done by this date, which is actually a couple of months before it's actually due. So I need to let it marinate mm-hmm. and then go back and revisit it. So I treat, I give myself reward, deadline rewards. Like I ordered some stuff from Pralines. 
from New Orleans. <laughs> And I put myself a there's love no, note. There's look, no way food look, and drinks for this look. bitch right here. Because when I go down there, those people know me. Mm-hmm. And when I go down there, I'll take someone, I bring some. So I got like two pounds. I already ate them up though. It's been a week. I ate them all up. <laughs> I bought two pounds of pralines from my favorite store mm-hmm. down in New Orleans, right in the French Quarter. You ate two pounds and of two, Listen. In a week. Listen. She said it was a and reward. Th- look, it's a reward <laughs> for getting the work done. And, bitch, this is how, this is how petty I am. <clears throat> And how much I love myself. <laughs> I even got myself a gift note just for myself. Wow. So when he opened up his little card and it says, Dear Lisa. <laughs> Dear Lisa. I love you. <laughs> Congratulations for finishing it. Do that shit. That's good. From so me. I, like I send I like myself that. packages and th- I send I've I sent myself think more people flowers. Should do that. I've sent good. myself flowers. Yeah. Like when I do things, it's like, I deserve that. Because there's nothing like ding dong mm-hmm. for me, even though it's from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like it subconsciously tells myself I have succeeded and completed something. Self-love. And it's self-love right, and self-care. It's it's what you do okay so one last thing and then we'll get into the things you have too is, is emmy stuff have you guys seen the black see. panther photos they just released yes the where they're all sitting there almost looks like the cover of good looking uh, people of uh what they call it magazine remember the magazine that we didn't like that you didn't like oh. it looks like that cover doesn't it uh you mean was it the holiday reporter yeah, yeah or the vanity fair yeah, spread the vanity yeah spread. It oh, it's gorgeous. Looks, like that. It looks like that. the colors i mean ruth carter ruth okay look yeah. mark my words if ruth <clears throat> carter does not win an oscar <laughs> next year well she won't get it next year because if she does not get an oscar in 2019 because mm-hmm. black panther's not gonna premiere it's on my mother's birthday and black history month february 16 2018 okay Mark that date. Get your church clothes ready. We gonna We're black about people. Big we gonna we gonna show out Lisa, on Black Panther. You have been hilarious. Listen, we gonna show. Out. We gonna have our crowns. We gonna we gonna be dressed. Look, I'm gonna have like the, the paint the painted face and shit. I'm gonna have like all the piercings. I might get a couple extra piercings oh just to be. It's gonna we gonna show out. But because it's February 18th, that means she won't be eligible for an Oscar until 2019. Correct. So 2019, if Ruth Carter. Does not win an Oscar mm-hmm. for these costumes. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a switch, <laughs> and I'm going to the Academy, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get the address of every single one of those people who voted for costume design for the Oscars. <laughs> I'm fighting everybody mm-hmm. because color, texture. Like I don't know if you saw the tweet I sent. They showed like a tweet for the Han Solo movie for uh, Lando Calrissian's clothes. <laughs> shit look cheap as hell, mm-hmm. and I'm like. You can't tweet, and it was Ron Howard who tweeted this shit out. Like, oh, look, guess whose costume is this? Who you think is wearing this? Mm. Shit, look. Mm. I'm telling you, Ruth Carter has put clothing to a level. <laughs> like, you can't be just throwing up, like, one, you know, little 1970s one, mm. one suits. <laughs> like, it's like the quality is like, the game has changed, yeah. you know? So mm. I expect a lot. Tailor made. Tailor made. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I'm, are you, the hair. Mm hmm. The shea butter, I need to know the lotions they used on their bodies. <laughs> the different complexions of black, the hair, just the detail. Like, we got to see the close-up of uh, Eric Killmonger, mm-hmm. who uh, Michael B., uh, B. Jordan's playing, where they have, like, the, if you know anything about African cultures, they do the thing with the scarification. Um, because a lot of African people, there's a, a thorn they use that when they prick the skin, it always creates, like, a keloid. Mm-hmm. If you know anything about keloids, a lot of times well, black people get keloids. Well, it happens to some black people anyway. <laughs> yeah. They, no, we, what I'm saying, when it's purposely done, okay, where you get those bump, those scarification bump that looks gorgeous to me. Some people don't like them. They think they look weird. I think they look amazing. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get, yeah, it just, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous to me. But the detail in that, the Pan-Africanness mm-hmm. of it, just the beauty, just the queen mother of Angela Bassett. Like, people were making jokes. I mm-hmm. thought we should take it further, but I don't want to hurt Angela Bassett's feelings, because <laughs> she has that look, and we were making your mama, your mama's from Wakanda jokes. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. do you guys 
got some vibranium money. <laughs> we were making jokes like, if this is your mama in Wakanda, mm-hmm. what would she say? Like those black mama-isms. Mm-hmm. Like we were just having so much fun. And there's so much joy in seeing that. And then four black women. Like that one spread where they have the four black men, but the four black mm-hmm. women front and center. Okay. That is huge. And uh, Michonne, I was like, you better bitch, go, girl. Bitch, <laughs> Listen. Where she finally gets to look gorgeous. Because, yes. you know, we're so used to her on The Walking Dead looking raggedy because it's a zombie movie, mm-hmm. you know? But to have her with the makeup, the clothes. And her real short hair. And her hair. real short hair mm-hmm. with the, oh, my God. And it, then the dark black skin. Just, mm-hmm. oh, it's just too much. I no, can't handle it. I'm, I'm with you. I can't handle yeah, it. Lisa, like, that's the new Jesus photo. It? It's the new Jesus photo. Yeah, yeah. With black people, with JFK and yeah, Martin yeah. Luther King. Like, that's going <laughs> to be, like, up there. Mm-hmm, for sure. Next to Beyonce mm-hmm. with everybody else. It should, it should be <laughs> in that... That costume design it, I mean, conversation if she does, if she, if she doesn't, her. then I'm yeah, fighting everybody. Win. I'm always trying to fight somebody anyway. You always trying to fight you. But <laughs> there are certain things that are just a given that yeah. just needs to go down. I think it's hot that they're very clear and definitive on the take that they're doing on the Black Panther character and the world mm-hmm. and the movie. I know you guys have talked about this a lot already. No, we have to. As a, as a Marvel head... You know, because you look at the movies, you look at the TV shows, and it varies to what degree they decide to really be true to the comics and draw from that. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think you can really do too much better than the original source material most of the time. Right. Correct. Um, I understand Spider-Man Homecoming has a different take, and they really lean into the teenage stuff. Sometimes they do really, like Luke Cage was sort of... Apart from you know the original comic, but a show like Daredevil, mm. um, which was fantastic in my humble but accurate, Absolutely. accurate judgment, that one happens to be really true to mm. the comic, or c- certainly a certain phase of, yeah, of the tone, story, and yeah, tone, definitely. and Hell's Kitchen, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So with Black Panther, and Chris talked about it when he was here. Mm-hmm. The world isn't necessarily as rich. When they were first introducing Black Panther, he was sort of ancillary, although he eventually ended up having his own book. And uh, Reginald Hudlin did the the cartoon for Mm -hmm. a bit. So I don't know that they have that same sort of template. So they had to come up with something on their own to some degree anyway, but it's good that they kind of made a decision and leaned into it and kind of went forward without worrying about, you know, Fans on social media and the whole thing. We'll see as far as the 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 story and and how it's executed and his heroism. But you know, I feel good that they kind of they're being they're strong in the decision and the take that they kind of landed on. Mm-hmm. And they're going all the way. They're not like half stepping and being tentative. Yeah, trying to please everybody. Right. You just have to vision. I think and Ryan Coogler is really good at. Um, his vision, like he really has his own visual look. Like I'm starting to get a sense of him as an artist when I see his detail. Because even when I think of um, the the Rocky movie, uh, Creed, you know, there's certain visual things that he does that he brings a richness to it. And I think that the fact that Ryan Coogler's doing this movie, it, 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 it makes a big difference because easily Wakanda could have been looking like coming to America <laughs> all over again. I was worried had about they got somebody else. Yeah, the kind of like fantastical, you know, make believe type of Africa, you know, fantasy Africa, you know. 
Um, even though that movie is a classic, it still cracks me up. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Let your soul glow. Let your soul glow. You know, it could it just it's just and Not it's McDonald's McDowell's. <laughs> you know, the fact that we can do all the quotes from this shit. Exactly. But you know, I'm excited. And like I said, it's an exciting time in terms of like fantasy genre, science fiction, where you've got black people who are helming very huge monster. Hits. I mean, if you know anything about the Wrinkle in Time books or Swiftly Tilting Planet or Madeline Lingle's work, um, those are huge and and really life changing type of materials. And to have black people putting that out there and putting their stank on it, like it's gonna. I know Wrinkle in Time is definitely gonna have Ava's look. Ava's very good in terms of having that kind of like Daughters of the Dust visual, mm-hmm. very lush, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yes. She takes centering. her time. Yeah, she takes her time. Mm-hmm. She's really like making paint. She's making paintings. Yeah, definitely. You know, she really is. And you know, you just have to like respect that type of work. So I'm looking forward to 2018. Is going to be the blackest year ever. <laughs> um, Enjoy the it's, ride. It's going to exactly. be. I don't know what's going to happen in 2019, exactly. but it's going to be blackout 2018. It's just going to be black forever. So Tracy here has brought in because we got to talk about the Emmys. Yeah, you know what. You said it up because you because there were some people who were missing. <laughs> so the Emmy nominated? nominations uh-huh. happened since uh, our last recording. So trying to be somewhat prepared, and no one's sister would be here. I brought <laughs> the I brought the nominations, <laughs> and I highlighted. <laughs> The uh, shows and people of color. Also, shout out to Lena Waithe. Definitely. Your, I was going to say that, Your too. writing nomination. Mm-hmm. I found it refreshing that you had not only multiple people of color in different categories, but mm-hmm. as always, I kind of have my eye on the writers, and you're starting to see some writers. Hopefully, we'll get the writers and directors. Mm-hmm. Um you know, other than the usual, as well as, as, well as the actors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's all... It's quality stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a simple way to say it, but they're all doing great work. So, I, you know, I wanted to share this with you all. Let's go ahead. Let's um, go through it. Uh, drama series, uh, Better Call Saul, The Crown, Handmaid's Tale, House of Cards, Stranger Things, This Is Us, Westworld, This Is Us is a big... I think, it's, I think it's going to be This Is Us. I hope so. Um, I love to see Sterling I, get up I there and say something be, again. Yeah. I would too. Um, <clears throat> Better Call Saul is really good. Mm-hmm. And The Crown and Handmaid's Tale both have a lot of buzz. Mm-hmm. Hard as it. Westworld right. did mm-hmm. very, very well. Um, comedy series, you have Atlanta. That's, that's the winner right there. Blackish. You, you ain't got to say oh. no more. Master of None. Oh, shit. Um, there are Master of None yeah. in that too. Modern Family. Shit. Silicon Valley. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Veep, but Atlanta, Blackish, and Master of None mm-hmm. all together, that for me is a positive sign. It is. So, you three only... shows. So, it's going to be a toss up between Master of None. We're usually not even one show. Oh, exactly. I know. That's three. That's progression. That is. Especially exactly. for the fact that I'm like, I'm like, oh no, you know, my favorites, who do I choose? My favorite cousin. <laughs> exactly. So, it's, it's, for me, it's going to be a toss up between Master of None and Atlanta. I, yeah. Hands down, Atlanta's like my favorite. Oh yeah, that, shit from last like Atlanta is just yeah. Anything you put up against, it's got to come against that in terms mm-hmm. of irreverence, surreal, the acting, mm-hmm. the quality. Like you really got to bring your A game. Mm-hmm. So shout out to uh, Master of None, Aziz, yeah, and Lena, Aziz and Lena, yeah. Okay, Lena what else? drama actress. We have Viola Davis. Okay, How say to no get more. Away with murder. <laughs> Claire Foy, The Crown. 
Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale. Carrie Russell, The Americans, also getting a lot of acclaim. Mm -hmm. Evan Rachel Wood, Westworld. uh, Robin Wright for House of Cards. Um, That's some stiff competition. But also, if you watched the announcements, it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of the black people as the first nominee. And I don't believe they make these choices coincidentally. Like, that was interesting. It wasn't the most subtle. They, they didn't want no Oscar so white. They like, look, y'all, don't come yeah, at us. Put it front and center. We, right. Like, come watch the show. Right. We doing some things. We not like these other people. We, yeah. you know, I, I get it. the black rep from, from What they usually the do, though, Academy. when they do that, they put us up front, and then all of a sudden, we, they keep going, and then you don't hear us forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what but, I'm you know, Viola was first. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown was first for dramatic actor. Um, mm-hmm. Sterling K. Brown, this is us. Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins, Westworld, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Matthew Reese, The Americans, Liev Schreiber, Ray Donovan, uh, Kevin Spacey, House of Cards, uh, Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us. Mm. So, two people from the same right. show. Right. Right. They'll probably cancel each other out. Um, It'll be a split vote. So. We'll, we'll see. Um, uh, Bob Odenkirk, the, the guy who plays his father, Sterling's father, was nominated. I think, uh, yeah, supporting actor. Yeah, that I was think. great. Let me let me keep okay. going. Right. A comedy actor, Anthony Anderson, Blackish, mm-hmm. Aziz Ansari, Master of None, Zach Galifianakis, Baskets, Donald Glover, Atlanta, William H Macy, Shameless, Jeffrey Tambor, Damn. Transparent. I'm gonna say Aziz. So Damn. Anthony that's Aziz stiff. and Donald Aziz Glover again. Deserves that. That's a, that's a good thing. I feel bad because I'm such a shameless fan. I always feel like William H. Macy gets shafted. I know. He's so Shame, good Shameless is oh my God. superb. But he's going to be all I right, agree. though. Oh, well, he's going to be fine. He's going to keep working, So bitch. go his ears. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Donald Glover yeah. did his thing, too. Um, comedy actress, Pamela Adlon, Better Things. Mm-hmm. Tracy Ellis Ross, Blackish. Jane Fonda, Grace and Frankie, Lily okay. Tomlin, Grace and Frankie, okay. Allison Janney, Mom, Ellie Kemper, Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Veep. Veep is funny. Tracy, shit. I like Veep, but, um, but you, it's happy. You're happy to see Tracy. It's interesting. Have Jane you seen Fonda Jane Fonda show? It's and actually Lily good. Tomlin against it. each other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of didn't know what was up with that. Um, Limited series. Mm-mm. All right, here we go. Uh, Big Little Lies, HBO, mm-hmm. Fargo, FX, Feud, Betty and Joan, FX, ah, The Night of, HBO, mm-hmm. Love that. Genius, National Geographic. That's The Night of for night me of, all day. Yeah. All day long. Yeah. I mean, night I haven't of. seen one of them, but that's wow. Feud, Doesn't matter. Rhythm Feud is, is very good. Yeah, that's the one. Feud and see. Fargo were also excellent. Fargo's good, too. So, I, Big Little Lies, I, you know, mm-hmm. I get. Mm. Some of the questions speaking about it of, as well. Speaking excluded. of limited series, they're doing the one on the what's the brothers who killed their father? And the, oh, the Mendez brothers. And what's her name? Edie Falco yeah, is doing. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, 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 ooh. Man. that's gonna be the bad. Lifetime movie was not terrible, was it? Y'all need to stop say. hating on Lifetime movies. They have <laughs> yeah, nah, it was, It's like when people make fun of the sci-fi channel and my corny sci-fi movies like <laughs> Sharknado and stuff. You need to respect <laughs> Lifetime. Lifetime provides a service. Yeah, it yeah. gives yeah. us. Our melodrama, it gives us the craziness that we, we, we enjoy yeah. on, on, on messy people's lives. <laughs> so stop hating on Lifetime. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, we got some more. 
Uh, limited series best actor. Okay. Uh, Riz Ahmed, the night of. There you go. Yes. Say no more. Benedict <laughs> Cumberbatch. Oh. Sherlock, lying detective. Oh, shit, Sherlock. I love Robert De Niro, the Wizard of Lies. Oh, so I haven't seen that. Ewan McGregor, Fargo. Mm. Jeffrey Rush, genius. Mm. Uh, John Turturro, the oh. night of. He killed the night of. Yeah, he was. He it's going to be between John, I'm going to say John and Riz. Yeah. yeah. But they might cancel each other out, though. Right. Right. Damn it. Ewan McGregor was really good, too. Okay. It's hard. Uh, limited series actress, uh, Carrie Coon, Fargo, Felicity Huffman, American Crime, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies, Jessica Lange, Feud, Susan Sarandon, Feud. Ooh. They're going to cancel each other out. Reese Witherspoon, Big Little Lies. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Two shows with two nominees up right. against each other. I haven't other. seen Feud, but Susan Sarandon be killing everything. Yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go with Susan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feud, Feud yeah. is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, supporting actor in a drama series, John Lithgow, The Crown, Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul, Mandy Patinkin, Homeland, Michael Kelly, House of Cards, David Harbour, Stranger Things, Ron Cephas Jones, This Is Us. I'm going to go with Ron Cephas, because didn't... Um, and Jeffrey, really, really, Jeffrey really, Wright, also Westworld, oh, is nominated. Fuck. Oh, fuck. So I Ron really, Cephas Jones is, is the father from, from This Is I'm Us. Gonna yeah. I really, really, really want him to win. But my second would be David from Stranger, Stranger Things. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. love the sheriff. Yeah, oh, yeah. So good. yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, there's a couple more. Supporting actress in a drama series... And Dowd, The Handmaid's Tale, sure. Samira Wiley, Handmaid's Tale, Uzo Aduba, Orange is the New Black, mm. Millie Bobby Brown, Stranger Things. Barb. <gasps> she played Barbara, right? Chrissy Metz. That's the, that's the young girl, this right? Is us. The glasses, Barb. Which one is that? Barb. Is that the girl? The little girl? No, the one with the glasses. The friend that was kind of on and she got, they, okay, but not saying anything. Uh, you haven't seen Stranger uh, Things yet. I want to give it away. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Chrissy Mess, This Is Us, Tandy Newton, Westworld. So, oh, Tandy. It's three women of color, wow. you know, supporting actress. That's mm-hmm. nothing to shake a stick at. Yep. Mm. And Tandy had a... But Tandy, and I think the other actress that you just mentioned from Sharon, I think that's the one who played Barb, and I really like that character. So it, it'll be toss-up for me. Yeah. All right. Yeah, lots of choices. Supporting actor in a comedy series, Alec Baldwin, Saturday Night Live. Louis Anderson, Baskets, Ty Burrell, Modern Family, Titus Burgess, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, Tony Hale, Veep, Matt Walsh, Veep. I'm going to go Titus. I'm going to go with Alec Baldwin. He's good. Alec? Alec's always good. Alec, Alec be killing Donald Trump. He really does. He really <laughs> does. Donald Trump. Yeah. And you, you can say what you want about Saturday Night Live. Sure. The, yeah, the whole show. The, is, uh, but when he now. does Donald, I love it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, supporting actress in a comedy series... Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live. Oh, Vanessa mm. Bayer, Saturday Night Live. Leslie Jones, Saturday Night Live. Anna Chlomsky, Veep, Judith Light, Transparent. Catherine Hahn, Transparent. I'm going to go with Kate. I'm going to go to Judith, Judith Light on that one. I'm going with Kate. Judith Light was good. I love Judith. Um, so, you know, I could go Let's on. Let's get to the writing. Let's get to the writing. Uh, do I have? Give me one sec. Directing, directing. Host, supporting actor. Okay. Writing for a comedy series. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover, Atlanta. Oof. Steven Glover, Atlanta. His brother. Aziz Ansari and Shit. Lena Waithe, yeah. Master of None. Alec Berg, Silicon Valley, Billy Kimball, Veep, David Mandel, Veep. 
Can we just give everybody the award? For I know that that's a right. Deep. Can we just take it and just cut Shit. little chips and like they get a, like a little medallion? So that, you know, three <laughs> nominees. Shit. If you count Aziz and Lena individually is four, but they mm-hmm. were a team on that one. So you know, that's we're in a, that's the, thanks, the Thanksgiving that's a good episode. thing. That was a good episode. Uh, and then writing for drama series, uh, Joe Weisberg and Joel Fields, The Americans, mm-hmm. Gordon Smith, Better Call Saul, Peter Morgan, The Crown. Bruce Miller, The Handmaid's Tale, The Duffer Brothers, Stranger Things. Yes. Duffer Brothers also created the hope, show. I'm going with them. And lastly, Lisa Joy, Jonathan Nolan, Westworld. What was that category for? Writing for a drama series. You trying to tell me Billions wasn't on there? Oh, that's yeah. The best Billings, show on TV. Yeah. Billings is fantastic. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. That's crazy. But, um, you know, a lot of good, good material. Yeah. So, you know. Enjoy the ride. I I'm say. just upset that uh, one of my nominees I thought should have been nominated did not get nominated. Uh, Mahershala Ali suits oh. from Luke Cage. <laughs> I think his suits should have been nominated for an <laughs> Emmy. <laughs> just the suits by themselves, mm-hmm. they should have been nominated for an well, Emmy. Was the best costume? Was yeah. there a best costume uh, for? Well, I don't I'm know sure if it's it in that, but, but I just think the suits among, by themselves. These are all the main ones. There's probably a whole cottonmouth suits yeah, should have sure been nominated. So, um, so. I also have writing for limited series. Oh, who, were the, who were those for the limited series? Uh, David E. Kelly, Big Little Lies. Okay. Charlie Brooker, Black Mirror, San Junipero. Ooh, Charlie. If you saw that San Junipero episode. Yes. You know what? Charlie Brooker. Hear more. Uh, <laughs> Noah Hawley, Fargo, Ryan Murphy, Feud, Betty and Joan. That's right. Jaffe Cohen, Michael Zam, and Ryan Murphy, Feud, Betty and Joan. Damn. Richard Price and Steven Zalian. The night of now, San Junipero, yeah, uh, for Black Mirror. I love the night of, though. Yeah, damn, yeah. <sighs> San Junipero. That's yeah. a that's a close one. Well, I'm hoping Night of gets some things because I'm a real fan of Riz Ahmed. I'm still bitter that uh, Riz was not nominated for a Best Supporting Actor Oscar back in the day when he was in um, Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, I Definitely. thought he deserved. He's a scene stiller. He, there was so much going on in there, and I'm still, because you know, What's-His-Name should have been nominated also for Best Actor, but I will hold that to myself, but mm-hmm. I think, Hall. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal was robbed that year, mm-hmm. and Riz Ahmed was robbed too, so um, Riz is doing a lot of really, really big things now, so I'm hoping more will come out, come out of that, but last thing I want to bring up for y'all, mm-hmm. in terms of pop culture stuff, what that is? the Aladdin casting. I don't know. Yeah, I Will don't know. Smith as the genie. That I knew, but I, so, I, don't, I don't know how I, I feel about it. Now, here's the thing. I didn't mean to pop my lip like that. Because <laughs> yes, there was a moment, because I think that was a PR. I think, okay, this is my theory. I think the whole PR stunt, when Disney was talking about, we can't find the next Jasmine. A part of me is thinking, y'all bullshitting, because you already know people talking about diversity, inclusiveness, and blah, blah, blah. And my thing was, the only reason if they did have some issues, because they wanted somebody light-skinned to play both the roles that appeal to white people. Mm. Because you can't tell me with fucking Bollywood... There's and all these Arab musicals and all this stuff going on who were doing Janet Jackson dances from 1980s <laughs> so you know they can fucking dance uh-huh. and sing and look fabulous. Mm-hmm. You couldn't find somebody to play Aladdin or Jasmine? Mm-hmm. So anywho, so they found their actor. The dude they got playing, um, he's Arab. He's, uh, what is it? Is he, I want to say, from, I can't remember what country he's from, but he, he's, those are his peeps. Okay. And he's fine. Like, he can go either way. Like, even though if he get a nice little tan, he got a nice, he got a little olive color and he got mm-hmm. the hair that could be curly. Like, he's... Actually, is it, it kind of like uh, Rihanna's new boyfriend? The billionaire? <laughs> cuter. Cuter. Younger okay. and cuter. Okay. And um, so, yeah. 
the girl, she's 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 an actress. She's British and Indian. Okay. Fair skin. So I was a little disappointed with that. It's like they always want to have the light skin chicks. Like yeah, all these beautiful dark skin. Arab women and who can sing and dance, do everything. You know, okay, do do you? I understand they got the optics for white people. Mm-hmm. Well, what I was just thinking was, doesn't Aladdin actually have some songs? Didn't Robin Williams have to sing a couple? Yeah, songs? I'm sure he had to do some things. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith gonna say? So here's that. But this is live action, right? This live, is live action. live action. Here's my thing. <laughs> I get the idea of wanting Will Smith, someone of his caliber. Who can play that kind of? Because the character of the genie's got to be like kind of funny. Yeah. He can play the funny. Part. He can play all that stuff. Yeah. He might rap. They might have him rap. Whatever. Yeah. But this is when I start getting to those little those weird awkward spaces <laughs> where like because usually you know I'm always blasting stuff on Twitter, but this is one of those moments where like I'm kind of want to be quiet and let other people. If somebody else mentions it. Mm-hmm. Then I might say something, <laughs> but I feel like I should you, say something. You realize you're saying it right now. I know, though. I know, I know. Yeah, train is gather, left to gather around, children. So this is my thing: Is he playing a magical Negro, or is he not playing a magical Negro? But I don't want to say it in that way where it's like he can play it because of the iconic character and his gene, that kind of fun stuff. But on a certain level, I feel like. <laughs> Yeah. Are we are we back to to the white folks who don't know what a magical negro is? What is that? The magical negro trope <laughs> is think of the Green Mile. Think of mm-hmm. Michael the Clark, Clark. Was it Michael Clark, Clark Duncan? Duncan? He did it in that golf movie with Matt. Uh, right. Driving right. Matt. The We're title right. is escaping Dri- me. Driving Matt Damon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was actually called. Uh, shit, what is that movie called? Oh, it's on tip of my tongue. Matt Damon starred in it. It's the golf movie. Will Smith was an angel. This is bad. The it's title. actually a cool title too. I can't, well, let me look something that shit something. Up. I just call it driving Matt Damon because basically that's what he was doing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but basically, where he's an nineteen thirties, yeah, black man angel, yeah, comes to help a white man play golf. Nineteen thirties, yes, highest incidence of lynching since Reconstruction. Yeah, yeah. But you got a black angel coming to a white dude to help him. Get his game, and his his I, golf stroke. I on. feel you as as objectively as I, I can look I'm at saying. it. Well, you, if you I raise the question, I understand as an actor, people want to play those type of roles, but the optics. Well, Will Smith is still has some box office currency. Um, he has some global currency, I would think, in their minds. Um, he needs a comeback because his last two films, according to Hollywood, have been flops. Which the last think of the last couple movies he's done. Well, that's probably why part of why he chose yes. the role. So he can come back in a hit global that kind of thing. Right. No, are they doing the movie or is this the stage play version? It's a live movie, no, live, live action, action. movie. Oh. Just like they did. I thought it was like you know they do it on was it Fox or ABC? They do those mm-hmm. like they did. The oh Wiz shit! Is that what it that? is? I thought that's it was what a movie. I was asking. No, it's a movie. It's a, yeah, okay. it's got to be a movie because if it's like the stage thing, I'd be like, mm-hmm. okay, no, don't worry about it. But I'm just saying, is he going to be wearing the blue? I'm do, is he going to I'm with you except f- I think Aladdin as a piece of, as a story Aladdin the material itself allows any actor I think a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. Now they could have found an Indian actor or actress yes to play the funny role. to play a fun- Are you kidding me? Certainly. But, you know, these are not; these are risk-averse decisions in the boardroom yeah. of these corporations. Because a part you of me, because part of me, that's my thinking too. It's like, okay, it's Will Smith. 
he's funny. People like him. It'd be cool to see him play a genie. Right. I can see with the pill for him, that kind of thing. It just a part of me is always thinking, because, you know, I'm always thinking whenever black people involved with something really major and big, I always have to think, what, what does Hollywood gain from this? Mm-hmm. What do black people gain from this? What do perceptions of blackness globally that kind of thing. So I'm always thinking on those levels. So part of me is like, oh, okay, that'd be fun, kind of cool. And then, of course, academic Lisa starts thinking, is he a magical mm-hmm. Negro? Or am I going to let this one go? I think I'm going to let this one go and just enjoy it for fun and be happy to see some people of color doing their thing. Yeah, yeah. But I just wanted to put that out there because I know I'm not the only one thinking this <laughs> in my mind. No. I'm just saying. Probably not. But no, the magical Negro trope, for those of you who don't know, basically it's a trope where you always have black people who have no connection to family, friends, or anything else. Their only prime purpose in the show or movie or whatever is to save white people. True. They don't do nothing else but save white people mm-hmm. at the expense of their own lives. And this has been done since the history of film. Mm-hmm. Sacrificial Negroes have always been there. It, they, uh, it also goes to the sacrificial Negro trope. Yes, the legend of Bagger, Bagger Vance. Vance. Driving Matt Damon. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up, y'all. But anywho, True. but yeah, that's, that's a couple of things that have been going on, and I want us to discuss it with pop culture. You know, it's just so much stuff that's going on mm-hmm. that's exciting. Mm-hmm. So if you're a writer who's been wanting to write a TV show or a movie where there are people of color, where there are female characters. Things are happening to people. It is possible. So I'm just excited for writers who don't have to think that way anymore. Like, who can we cast? Well, here's what, here's what I like about it is you and I talked about this about three years ago. Are we in a phase? Remember that? Yes. And we're still is here. This a, is this the new so this golden age? Remember yeah, that, Tracy? Yeah, yeah. So it's Absolutely. like we're still... Does it stick? That's yes. the key. Will this hold on, Will Jack? this hold? Yes, yes. So, so far... We're holding. Have we progressed? Hmm. I would say we have. Yeah, I would say we have. Um, um, how much we have, I'm not, and I'm, I don't no, mean go to ahead, go ahead, go ahead. interrupt. I think how much we progress is another question, but the way we can tell we progress is because all these people we're talking about, um, these actors and writers, these, all these black people who are getting these accolades, if you go back two or three years, and even before then, they have all built and are beginning to build yes, a body of work yes. that we can look at now. Sure. So it's not just Pop the one TV nowhere. show, right. the one film, right. the one script. They all have bodies of work, mm-hmm. and that's going to kind of outlast them in their prime. So that's what you want to. That's what you want to look at. Mm. Correct. And and even even the '90s, which was our hot time for black shows. 90, 99.9% of them were comedies, if you think about it. They all were yeah, Martin all and Eve and all those other shows. Well, Hollywood you know? likes funny black people. Yeah. And it's safer to have funny black people because you not do anything controversial. <laughs> if we want to talk about something controversial, you can just talk about recently what happened with, um, uh, what's the brother who's a comedian and his show just got... He oh, walked away the from Carmichael's. Show. Yeah, yeah, the Carmichael show. Mm-hmm. You know, who was doing some really... They brought back the old school format of the family comedy, mm-hmm. but they were doing some really subversive and percussive things in terms of Black Lives Matter, Correct. in terms of police shootings, or just, you know, things that you normally wouldn't <clears throat> get. It would be like the special episode yeah. of the Cosby show right, or the correct, special... Correct, correct. But these were like occurring all the time mm-hmm. on a show, you know? And... Like, I remember that big episode on Different Strokes when... When when Gary Coleman and them went to that 
creepy old guy. The pedophile. Yeah, the pedophile episode. It was like that episode. And then they have to do the special announcement at the beginning and at the end, if you need to talk to someone, and this is a special (laughs) episode of blah, 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 you know, like an after school special. But, you know, I don't know. This, I think things are sticking because I think there's a lot of stuff that's going on outside of Hollywood. I'm thinking of uh, Michaela Cole's show, Mm -hmm. um, Chewing Gum, um, Easter Ray. There's a lot of people who are producing their own content and they have their own stuff stamp on it and their own voice and they're writing the stuff themselves. So I'm thinking this time it's going to stick. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, we talked about this on an episode or two before. Uh, I can't remember if you were here. And we were talking about about how the writer's room is changing and a lot of writer's rooms are bringing in people of color. The problem is they're bringing them in from the bottom. So writers in the, in the bottom have no say on anything. They're so excited to be in the room with the X-Files, for instance, you know, with mm-hmm. all those right. guys who were the original cats, that they're not going to speak up right. on some shit that doesn't work, whether they're male or female. And that's the problem. And you almost, and this isn't a knock on, on the staff writer level, but now there are a few rooms where everybody can speak, but they're very few. <laughs> you know what I mean? So most rooms say, oh, yeah, anybody can speak, but still the showrunner right. and the co-EPs right. have all the voice. Right. What I'm saying is, on these shows where we have issues where we keep saying that you guys need to be con- con- consultants on, you don't even have a voice in there if you're not on a certain level. You, you don't have the power to say, guys, no, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. You could voice mm-hmm. it and they'd be like, well, thank you very much for your thing. And then you show up on Monday and you got a notice saying you ain't even here no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your agent calls you going, what did you do, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> Why did I get a call from the studio saying uh, your contract was saying your contract has <laughs> yeah. been for creative differences? Right, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So, so, so to me, I think that we need to change it. I think it still needs to come from the mid-level writers first. Mm. I mean, I, they keep giving us the staff writer positions, which we appreciate because mm. people are getting, and you've seen it, Tracy. Remember five years ago, it was like nine to ten of us on the committee. Now there's 40 of us. For sure. You know what I mean? So clearly it's changed, Mm. but but it's not sustaining us. And I think it's because there's there's not enough LaToya Morgans. There's not enough... There's not enough Amy and Obies who are in a higher position. There's not enough of them. Right. You know what I mean? Who can mentor, who can hold, sustain, and keep those people there. Because it's one thing. We can get into the room, but Mm -hmm. are we staying? No. We get washed out a lot. We're the first you know? ones to go. Yeah, like as soon as oh, we get on the show, and then it's like one season, then you're gone. And then they bring in another and then one. they bring in another one. It's like, mm, yeah. you know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of things that I think are great. Um, I'm just excited there's a lot of great content that's coming out that's not necessarily coming from Hollywood. And I think Hollywood is, is finally waking up to a lot of shows that are just amazing because people are creating their own stuff and just putting their own content out there. That's what's up. You know, so yeah. shout out to all of them, especially black women who are doing also amazing, <laughs> fantastic things. This is the year of blackness, 2017, 2018. We're I'm on say our way. Shout out to John Singleton and them for um, Snowfall. That shit is amazing. Mm. Have you seen Snowfall, Tracy? Uh, not yet. Dude. Well, we'll definitely check it out. Dude, I was supposed to interview him on the, on the um, Writers Guild podcast, so uh-huh. they sent me the 10 to mm-hmm. watch. Uh-huh. I just sat and binged the entire 10. Wow. That's how good it was. That's what's up. I loved it. Because I kept on feeling like, and I'm going to tell John this whenever I interview him, I felt like I finally had the series of Boys in the Hood. Mm. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's still, it's showing it from several different perspectives, but every time they come to the black kid, mm-hmm. I always forget his name, the British kid, mm-hmm. it is like, wow, this is what Boys in the Hood would have been like 
But they're just focusing on the whole crack thing. But it's right. like them in the hood. One of the guys is kind of mm-hmm. like the Ice Cube character, you know, whatever. So it feels like that right. world. Right. So to me, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, 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 all the other stuff. Let's get back to them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I think uh, th- VJ Boyd, mm-hmm. who you had on the show, was involved. Was he involved in that? I believe so. Oh, I have to look that up. So we'll, that. Have to, we'll have to see. But it's an exciting we'll have to, we'll have to bring him back then. And yeah. you're thinking about doing something, writers shooting something go ahead and do it shoot it mm-hmm. um, you get to a point where you guys stop talking about it and start executing yeah be, how, how you guys doing on your doc what's going on um the doc is not moving as quickly as I would hope shout out to Kenji mm-hmm. hope you're well wherever you are um, our director Kenji Jasper uh, had to to make some adjustments, and so we're somewhat on hold for now. Um, but well, look, you know, I've been on my dock for three and a half years, so I mean, they take time. You. I hear you, you know, but I'm gonna get time. it right though when it's done. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's gonna be quality over speed. Yes, every time, every year that goes by, we gain something we would have never had a couple of years ago. Right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So that's the way I keep right. looking at. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to uh, one of our screenwriter rant room. Fan members, Dewanda White. Did you see the Twitter oh, thing that she did? Yeah. Dewanda, thank you, girl. She did a, a a thread and it was talking about how we're talking about the British invasion and how the British actors. I mean, we talk her. about it all the time oh, on yeah. our show, but so, her, but, her, I, but hers her, was clean, very she specific. Made, yeah, correct. she was saying in terms of them saying because British actors are better trained and they're better than mm-hmm. uh, Black American actors, and basically she went through and said, "No, we're just as trained. We're here," and so that was. That was a necessary Correct. thing for people and she to use. And she used the thing where she was over there, and they were saying they were trying to do what we do. Right. So, you know what I mean? Right. So, fuck all the shit we're talking right. about. Y'all right. need to learn. Then I went over there and heard it from them. Right. So, you know, it was a, right. it was a really good thing. So, right. I, I posted that little, just like that main tweet that she had And also, out. make sure you guys watch Dewanda win. Um, she's got to have it. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. Remember, we're gonna have her back. Cause, yeah, because remember we thought it was gonna be like 2018. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I can't wait that long for it. It's mm-hmm. like I couldn't. I was disappointed. So, they pushed it so it's gonna be Thanksgiving. Good. Okay. So I will be doing a live tweet and having much wine, <laughs> uh, ladies. Let's get our sexy clothes together mm-hmm. because if you know anything about Nola, darling, it's gonna be fun. And I saw like the teaser trailer looks great, and Dewan always looks great anyway. So oh, I'm so really excited for her and just doing that show and seeing her and more stuff. This was up. Hopefully she'll get an Emmy nomination. Where are you at, Tracy, Tracy Grant? Next year. Uh, on Twitter, at the real Trey, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-T-R-A-Y. Tracy Grant on Facebook. You can holler at me anytime. That's what's up. Lisa, mm-hmm. Lisa, Colt, Jam. I'm always on Twitter. I'm a Twitter fiend. <laughs> you can catch me at uh, what fresh hell is this? All one word. And um, Bitch Flicks, uh, you can catch me. Are you on, writing anything for Bitch Flicks right now? Uh, you know, I haven't written anything in a long time. I've just been... Trying to get these books, but I, I got a lot of stuff I got to start posting up. Like, I got stuff just stacked up, and I'm just like, you know what, Lisa? As Tracy said, you know, don't talk about it, be about it. Yep. <laughs> get it out there. Yep. But you know, it's one of those things. It's like when you, it's one thing when you're writing about other people's films, it's one thing when you're writing your own stuff. So it's kind of finding that balance. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So you can check out my past stuff on Bitch Flicks, but there'll be some new content coming uh, pretty soon with my critiques. And you know, when you come to Bitch Flicks, I want to warn people who have not come to Bitch Flicks before. We are intersectional feminists. That means that we're not going to be the typical type of Roger Ebert mm-hmm. type uh, review. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to break stuff down. So I got to warn people ahead of time. Sometimes we'll give a spoiler alert, but we're talking about a lot of stuff through a really, 
I don't want to say academic, but a really thorough, critical lens. So those of you who are coming in, it's like, oh, Lisa's thumbs up, thumbs down. No, bitch, that's not. <laughs> we doing some film history, film theory, and we're going through some good stuff. So, yay. That's what's up. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. I can't even speak straight. You guys can follow me on Twitter, at Hilliard Guest. You guys can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Um, any questions, screenwritersrentroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, give us a five-star review. We need that for the metrics. Um, and what else, what else, what else, what else? I've got so much shit to tell. I'll tell you guys off air. Okay. Um, there's some good shit. And uh, so join in with me. Y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. Big shout out to all the countries out there. You guys know who you are um, for following us. We appreciate it. Um, keep tweeting it. Tweet. Keep. <laughs> I can't even speak to it. Keep sharing. You know, keep retweeting. You know, all that shit. So uh, y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. Yes. On the show, we keep it real. Mm. We keep it opinionated. Really? We keep it what, everybody? Mm-hmm. 2017. 2017. Peace, y'all. Ciao. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. Well, you gotta be a rider Till your fears are diminishing The doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind And the business got me stressed In the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata Sass in class Yes, that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess When you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game Than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline Into something enlightening Your pen and words Are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel Say what you want Welcome to the Red Room.